one James Howard Kunstler plus one Tom Friedley equals the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. Only on Radio Zeitgeist. Here for Monday, I am burning this 9-11 a.m. May 9th. We have Patreon pages, Jim and I. We got to get paid. Jim's genius today. Got the heebie-jeebies? There are roughly six months of nice weather to get through meeting conditions that are favorable for action in the street, starring the shock troops of progressive wokery. Everyone I know is walking around in a baseline state of nervous agitation. Are they beset by disinformation, or is it rather the reality of a cratering nation run by idiots and maniacs? Everywhere you look, calamities gather speed while the klaxons of alarm blare from all compass points. Got money? Looks like soon it will be worthless. Wondering if Mr. Putin has had enough of Joe Biden's brainless effrontery to lob some hypersonic big ones in our collective face? Relying on that retirement account you have no direct control over while the financial markets wobble? Need to fill up the gas tank of your pickup truck twice a week? Can't find a new condenser to fix the failing fridge? Entertaining rumors of looming famine. Credit cards maxed out? Sheriff stapling an eviction notice on your door? Beloved younger brother declaring that henceforward they are your sister? Hearing all those vaxes and boosters you obediently submitted to might rearrange your DNA? These are just a few of the concerns zinging through the zeitgeist these late days of the Republic. You are correct to be anxious about them, so at least don't worry about worrying. Just understand that the more events spool out in the direction of danger, the more you will be warned against, quote, disinformation. The good part is that now we know the identity of at least one person who is officially in charge of that disinformation expert, Nina Jankowitz, Nijank, new chief of Washington's Disinformation Governance Board. Whose idea was that, by the way, Jim asks? Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, Almay, didn't seem to know anything pertaining to disinformation last week when grilled in committee by Rand Paul, of course, the Republican uh, Kentucky Senator Rand is, including two of the most notorious cases in recent memory. Did the Steele dossier include Russian disinformation? Almay said he was, quote, not equipped to answer that question. Ditto the question, now definitively settled, as to whether Hunter Biden's laptop stuffed with grifting memoranda was for real. Of course, both of those matters were labeled previously as disinformation by his new expert hire, Nijank, who it appears is similarly unequipped to discuss the particulars at issue. But all this does raise the parallel issue. How much depraved insolence is the public supposed to tolerate from its public servants? My guest, Jim writes, we're nearing the end of America's Christian patience for being snookered, gaslit, lied to, bamboozled, and mindfucked, especially as our nation gets gang-raped by the party of chaos. Perhaps the solution is to go a little further down the Roe v. Wade path and make abortion fully retroactive, a new and innovative way to cancel lives whose obnoxious presence in the world is a menace to the human project. Declare the likes of Almay and Nijank retroactively unborn, erasing their privilege to appointed office. The wire coat hanger will not avail in this procedure, but lamppost would do nicely. Of course, it's all just a hypothetical at this point. 
Meanwhile, several Supreme Court justices are under siege in direct contravention of 18 U.S. Code 115, influencing, impeding, or retaliating against a federal official by threatening or injuring a family member. The authorities are permitting angry mobs to moil freely outside the justices' houses, while many January 6 insurrectionists rot in the D.C. jail into a second year on misdemeanor charges that the authorities refuse to adjudicate, meaning that there is no authority in Washington, D.C., only a nameless, lawless simulacrum of it conceived, say, in the spirit of Franz Kafka. Hope abides that the November elections might set up a correction to much of this madness. The release on Saturday of Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, 2,000 Mules, does not provide a whole lot of encouragement about that. The party of chaos still has its apparatus of ballot fraud in place all over the country, and nobody seems to know what to do about it, though the remedy is pretty simple and straightforward. In-person voting with voter ID, Jim writes. The evidence of Dropbox video and smartphone tracking of the 2020 ballot stuffers in several states is right there, and nobody in American life appears to be equipped to do something about it. The necessary equipment consists of two plump-sized glands, generally assigned at birth to persons of the male persuasion, or as Jim is trying to say, grow a pair. Perhaps, along with refrigerator condensers, the supply line for that is broken. Summing up, but first, of course, before the scheduled midterm elections, there are roughly six months of nice weather to get through, meaning conditions that are favorable for action in the street, starring the shock troops of progressive wokery. Depending on where you live, maybe that's another reason to feel those old heebie-jeebies creeping in on little spider's feet. Tom Friedley for Radio Zeitgeist. (laughs) 